Welcome to the ABMRS podcast. We're smart, sophisticated, a little silly, and searching for the best that love has to offer. We are all but MRS. What's ABMRS? It's the romantic version of all but dissertation, commonly known in academic circles as ABD, that state of limbo between finishing all of your doctoral level courses and writing and defending your dissertation. It's uncomfortable. It's confusing. It's hard to explain to people. And it may feel oddly familiar if you're a woman over 30 who is attractive and accomplished, but still unmarried. When you've done all the fabulous things that the world says you're supposed to do, except find your ideal mate, you're not ABD, you're ABMRS, all but misses. Yeah, so this is gonna be our ABMRS moment episode, Mm -hmm. where we're gonna talk about the moment when we realize we are truly ABMRS. We have everything we need, Mm most of what we want <laughs> except we just don't have that partner mm-hmm. so i have been put on hot seats mm-hmm. so i'm gonna start with my abmrs moment as i mentioned in our previous episode i was engaged up until last year you know a couple days ago mm-hmm. to the day so it's been yeah just over a year since my relationship ended very abruptly Mm. (laughs) Um, and unexpectedly. We were having some issues, but, you know, we were planning on getting married. We were living together. Our, you know, our kids were in the same school and, you know, it was just like we were planning our lives together. Mm. We had every intention, or I thought we had every intention of living together, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and moving forward through life forever. So it ended um, Super Bowl weekend of uh, 2016. Oh, damn, I'm not doing a Super Bowl. You're 2017. Yeah, yep. Was it Super during Bowl the game? <laughs> it was. Because of the game. <laughs> I, I was about to say, because you know a lot of domestic violence happens. No, he wasn't even here. He wasn't okay. even here. No, he went, he went home to watch it with his family, his brothers or whatever. And I was like, okay, you know, fine. And then he said he wasn't coming back. Okay. <gasps> wow. Ooh. Because of... A number of things, but the reason why I even bring it up is because that really was a clear ABMRS moment for me. That was a moment when I realized, like, wow, I have the ability to support myself and my child alone. I have a very supportive group of friends. I have an extremely supportive family who's been there from day one with my daughter um and so i really can make it indefinitely without a partner but i really wanted a part i wanted the relationship um and i wanted a partner and it kind of really just brought it into very clear relief that i really have everything except that and I can't seem to get that one thing and maintain that and sustain that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like we didn't break up because of anything 
I did necessarily, if anything, <laughs> it was because I was so self-sufficient. Mm. And the reason that he gave for being, you know, un I guess uncomfortable in the situation is because he felt like if I got upset with him, I could put him out on the street. And I mean, I know it's ridiculous. He felt like I, I could put him out. I mean, it was my house. He was living in my house. He was driving my car wow. to work. Why well, the train? You flipped the script on him, basically. Mm. He, he, when I met him, was living in squalor. I'll just, I'll just say that he was living in a basement apartment in Jersey. In some, you know, one of those little towns up there. You pulled him up out the mud. I pulled him out up the in the mire. <laughs> yes. Him and his two kids. Two kids. Same. He had two kids. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I mean, he had a point. You did to him what a lot of men have done with women through the centuries. That's true. Mm -hmm. They've mm -hmm. taken them from their mother's houses mm -hmm. with their babies. With, mm -hmm. and, and they would have been left with nothing. Yes. Right. And he would have been, and he ended up eventually, you know, he's, I don't, I don't talk to him now, but he, <laughs> last time I spoke to him, he was working like two or three different jobs mm -hmm. and sleeping on his brother's floor. So, Good for him. He, mm -hmm. Right. But so well, he went from being in a nice house with yeah. a nice car to right. sleeping on the floor right. in somebody else's place. Which is what Be he, he wanted. Where did because you say it? Wait. Okay. If you don't mind me asking. Please ask away. That's what we're here for. Why? Because <laughs> we all going to learn from this. Why did he feel mm -hmm. as though that you would put him out? Did you get in an argument? Did you say something to give him that indication that that's something you would do? No. Oh, that no, was Super that, that Bowl was, weekend being with his brothers. Got and I think that, that they were just like, dang, she really is, you know. She a boss. Because they all, they all were like, you know, she's really smart. And he was used to being the smart one oh, in his circle. circle. And, oh, she's really smart. She's, you know, she's this, that, and the other. And you never been with anybody like her before. Because, oh, you know, he's he hasn't. So, <laughs> so it was just, you know, I think that it was that, you know, he was around people who were like, dang, man, you really came up. Mm -hmm. I'm just speculating. I don't know if that was actually what was said, but I can only imagine that they were well, saying such did. things. But you never up. said anything to give him that indication that, look, you leave him with me, I can put you out. I mean, for oh. him just, okay. But a lot of times... People who know me know that's not really in my... Nature. No. Personality. Okay. Like, I can't even imagine would, her saying that. Yeah, right. like, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't, I didn't want that. I okay. didn't want him to leave, so even it was like... Anger, I can't see you saying that. Yeah, no, I would never have said that. Mm -hmm. I would never have put, I never would have put him out. And mm -hmm. I probably should have. Mm -hmm. I probably should have said it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. Okay. But a lot of times people will get around their people mm -hmm. and show you how you are less than mm -hmm. that one person mm -hmm. that okay. you're with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then men are notorious for teasing their friends about mm -hmm. how far they've come. And Don't mess it up. Yes, don't you mess, don't it, mess up. it up. Or, <laughs> man... 
she taking care of you and your kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it might have you gotten at his mm-hmm. ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, definitely. But yeah. did you ever feel like that? Like, um, did I feel like that? Mm-hmm. You were taking care yes. of him? Okay. Did I express that? Are you um, sh- Probably. Some, mm-hmm. some people who have been around are looking at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> privately, I expressed it privately. But it I was, never I was, came uh, out uh, in know. something as far as, and I, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's in no way. Because like, it's just like you want to, you know, pay attention to. Well, there really didn't have to be anything I said because okay. I was the breadwinner by a lot. I made probably like three times what he made. So, mm-hmm. that so you, you did were, that bother me? Right. No, it bothered him. But mm-hmm. so you were the male of the relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should only really in, look at no, it like no. But only you know, in that no, way, I hear what you're saying, and I hear what you're saying because looking at it like that is the problem. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but the reality, the reality is, is, is that people do look at it like gender that. norms. Oh, okay. yeah, you know what I mean? And he comes from a very traditional family background. He's Mormon, so in his church. They're taught those very traditional gender. I know, mm-hmm. I know. They're taught those very traditional gender roles. <laughs> what? They got they make black like yes, they apartment in Jersey and I'm like Annie's a Mormon Annie's a like yeah, yeah. okay how did you find him and, and you're online friend. which mm. is why mm. right but pulling <laughs> us back in mm-hmm. to your all but Mrs. moment mm-hmm. so yeah okay well back to my the moment when I realized I was going over my finances and I was just trying to figure out because of course he was contributing to the household expenses and I was, you know, trying to, like, figure out how I was going to make everything work because I still had the same bills, but mm-hmm. now less money coming in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, over the few weeks, I was really worried about how I was going to pay everything, but everything got paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. worried about how I was going to be able to afford to do the things we did before, but everything... I was able to do everything and actually do more because it costs less to do stuff. One, right? less, <laughs> to do one less mouth to feed. No, two. At three. 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 I, three. When oh. we went out, I paid for stuff. So it's three less mouths to feed. <laughs> and I realize how it's sounding now when I say that. Like, I paid. You said, yeah, hey, I paid. I realize how that's sounding. But it was the reality of the situation that I was supporting a lot of the um, entertainment expenses, a lot of the daily living expenses. And I think that I I didn't have to say anything to him about I could put you out. He knew that, Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, I was in control of a lot of the situation. I wanted him there and I wanted the, yes. I wanted to be yes. a family and, and work so towards it. I I paid for counseling, like I we went to counseling. Oh yeah, ooh, wow, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. paid for that. Yeah, yeah. Sure paid for that. I paid for that. There. Oh, God. Um mm. so we went to counseling, we did two sessions and then he was like Peace. He's out. Mm. Wait, we, we, we might have been involved with the same person. No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. We had to start same person. You were really trying to make that. I was work. trying yeah. to make it work, but I was willing to put wasn't. the whole family into counseling because they all needed oh. it. Um, His adult family. 
His, no, 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 his children, the two children, the children, and you know, just to like smooth out issues. Like we were gonna go to marriage counseling, <laughs> like <laughs> premarital counseling. Right. So you had your baby mm-hmm. and his two babies mm-hmm. and him mm-hmm. and you. Mm-hmm. Five. Family of five. Family of five. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you for the math. Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> and he came from nothing. No, he came from a Mormon background. A oh, Mormon background. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And you've come. You've come from a Catholic background. Mm-hmm. How did that mesh as far as religions go? Um, that never really, we, we didn't attend church together. He attended his, his, he found a church down here and I continued to go to my church, but it wasn't really, I mean, there's some, there are a lot, there are enough similarities, I think, in terms of the level of activity that it it wasn't, there wasn't really like a conflict there. But as in various religions, the man is always supposed to be the breadwinner, the the man of the house. Yeah. So how did that? I think that's really that was really always in the back of his mind. Like yeah. that was much a much bigger deal for him than for me because my I was raised Catholic, but it Catholics like Jews have various levels of orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. So we were not a very orthodox Catholic family, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So my parents were both very liberal when it came to stuff like that, and they raised me to be self-sufficient financially and not to depend on mm-hmm. yeah. a husband, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that that traditional gender role stuff was not really drilled into my head. Mm. I can only imagine in his church, though, um, mm. from what I've read and seen about Mormonism, from what, he told, what he's told me, um, they're much more traditional in that way. To so the point where it probably was an issue for him that he could not support me. And he could go and move into his brother's place, sleep on the floor, and get three jobs. But while the two of you were together, he had one job. Mm-hmm. But was it, I don't even think, it's not like he wasn't working. No, he was He was working. Mm-hmm. So, But he went from one job to three jobs. Did he, okay, did he need the three jobs? I guess he needs them. I don't know. No, no, no. When he was with you, did you feel as though he wasn't doing his part? No. He, I, because I like he I'm was sorry. I what he could. That was I all just him. have, That's it like, really that has was. Absolutely it sounds like nothing many to do with you. Oh, no, no, no. That but like I'm just, kid. but the other thing that I'm getting to, because Johanna keeps going on this thing about basically the man should. No, I, I'm not saying that it's his responsibility. I'm saying that. That was part of his ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he felt his, that, that he could have been evicted any moment. Then what are you doing to bring yourself to being an equal? Oh, okay. And if mm. that meant you had to work two, maybe not three jobs, to feel yeah. that you're at the same level. level. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I'm not okay. saying that he had to. Okay. In my world. But mm, okay. in his own world, he's feeling less than. Mm-hmm. And by feeling less than, then what are you doing to raise yourself to be equal? Okay. Mm-hmm. As yeah. opposed to being a weak-ass man. It, oh, oh And, I mean, to be, to be fair, economics was not the only issue. I, I honestly feel like there are some mental health issues yeah, there yeah, um, yeah. that 
have gone unaddressed probably due to his economic status Mm -hmm. because let's face it mental health is very expensive to deal Mm -hmm. with and he Mm -hmm. has never had the resources Mm. beyond the VA he's a veteran but to go through that is like you know that's traumatizing to go through the VA for for care so um, there's definitely some other issues there like But but getting off of him what did you get out of the whole experience? Oh yeah, back to back to me. Okay, so <laughs> yes, yeah. So when I when I find, when I realized like okay, I can actually do this and be comfortable because I I have been very concerned because I previously owned a house. I still own it. It's a rental property. It's um, now and so I was concerned about carrying two mortgages and if something were to happen like mm-hmm. um, I was concerned really? about that yeah. um, mm-hmm. I was concerned about you know just owning a house by myself and all the things that come up come with home ownership and all mm-hmm. the unexpected things that come um, you know, all the unexpected and expensive things mm-hmm. so it, I was so thrilled that he was willing to share that burden with me and that responsibility and um I was really worried about doing it on my own but knock on wood I've been able to do it Mm -hmm. to have Mm -hmm. you know to pay my bills every month and um pay for school pay Mm -hmm. for food and do things you know it's Mm -hmm. like I can still I can still do it and so for me that's like my it as I'm saying all this and listening to myself and reflecting on everything that's happened, it's like you realize that it's it's very freeing to mm-hmm. realize that you can you can do it. Like, yes, I'm not the, I don't love my job right now, but mm-hmm. I'm still still working there. Mm-hmm. Um, still getting paid. I can afford to do what I need to do, and I don't necessarily need so that that frees me to focus on the other things I want to do and not necessarily worry about going out and getting another partner Mm -hmm. to help me you know what I mean or like I'm so limited in what I can do because of my finances that I need I literally need somebody else you know like I'm I'm free to kind of if I want to date I can date if I don't really care to date right now I can focus on other things, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's my ABMRS moment, realizing that I can take care of myself and my child and, um, you know, not have to necessarily, and I, I realize how much of a blessing that is. I'm not saying, you know, by any means, that I'm not, I'm very grateful to be able to, to do that. But, you know, it's like I, I can live my life the way I want, mm-hmm. you know. You're a role model, uh, Joanna. You, you just <laughs> now, no, because I'm listening. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't one want to. to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't want to wow. think of myself as a role model. You know? want to me? Uh-huh. I mean, I'm over here thinking I'm in awe. Yeah, what? absolutely. Yes. Really? I really am. Yes. Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. I, because you didn't let that stop you. Mm-hmm. Right. They almost did. I was. But the thing I was is, like, it, it did. It, it did. And, and you're here to tell the story, now. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been a really tough. And that gives year. other people, yeah. you know, they listen to this and are they are able to say, "Wow, if she went through that and she thought she couldn't do it, but she did it. She's she did doing it. it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
So, right. and that's that's really the power that I'm 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 excited about this this podcast and just that each one of our stories as they resonate hopefully into the hearts and minds of every listener that 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 tunes in. Um, everything is not for everybody, but my story might be for that somebody. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. You know, and so right. it, it was for this somebody, and I'm still looking oh. at you like, uh, like with Joy at Johanna, like Where's we all look at Yes, doing it for this somebody. I'm, I'm not sure if I'm committed to this tambourine just yet. Um, it, it sure enough, it, it does it, it for me. I'm, it's one, once again, coming to that place of being unapologetic. Unapologetic. Uh, unapologetic. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I don't I'm not have to. I'm not going to apologize about where I am and yeah. how things happen and it, th- that grieving process that mm-hmm. kind of comes in um, with reviewing Something that's supposedly a fail. That was a straight up game. <laughs> yes. That was a straight up game. Yes. Yes. Not having that was a straight up game yes. in your life. Yes. Like, Sometimes I, I really think like, oh my God, so I'd be dodged. so broke if I still had that, still was in that situation. Like, yes. just... Mm-hmm. Uh, like financially, mentally, emotionally, like just yeah. the, what you had to carry just that brokenness when mm-hmm. you connect to people and then you know as we talk about spiritually you know we, we our faiths really and our beliefs really drive a lot of what it is that we do but how much taking on somebody else's brokenness what that means to us mm-hmm. and sometimes when we say things out loud like when you just told that story out loud mm-hmm. did you think to yourself like did I just dodge a bullet or like... Oh, I thought that to myself many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that to myself. I said that. Yes, sorry. Begging him to put us yes. back in that situation, oh he was like, God. "Nope, nope, <laughs> nah, you, like, I, I love you too much to let you fail." And another thing that I took from that was there's freedom and liberty and independence. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely, mm-hmm. and so many of us monkey bar from one relationship to another. Mm-hmm. That's good <laughs> because we, because they're not able to live independently. Right. They have to depend Depends on someone. On someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so liberating when you don't have to do that. You can make yes. a choice like, okay, I want to date now or I don't want to date now. Mm-hmm. You don't have to. Right. Like, I don't have to have anybody in my house to help me pay the bills. Yeah. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Which that's, is great. That's, mm-hmm. and the, it's liberty. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for that story. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. The ABMRS podcast is recorded at Sanctify Studios, produced by the talented David P. Stevens, and edited by the incredible Charles Washington. Follow us on Facebook at ABMRS Podcast, Instagram and Twitter at ABMRS underscore podcast. If you're old school, we're here for you too. Email us at ABMRSMavens at allbutmrs.com Until next time.